Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. I knew what I was going to do was going to be very special with my life. I'm an example just to show people that like, you come up from nothing. Prince had dedicated his whole legacy to celebrating women, celebrating women of color, and celebrating positive music. I'm going to uphold that. You're your own worst critic. I feel like you should be it anyways, but I, I'm always that, and I was just hating my song, so I was hating myself. Some people are at their cubicle job right now making way less than us. Some people are across the world in a goddamn sweatshop making like nothing a day, and we're getting paid to sing and dance. To sing and dance, that's a blessing. Artists out here, they're just willing to settle for anything. You know what I mean? And once you're willing to settle for anything, you deserve anything you settle for. Yo, this young murder. Yo, this is Lizzo. This is August Regal. What's good? It's Kehlani. This is your man, Blake Carrington. You're listening to The Come Up Show. Get inspired. Hey, welcome to The Come Up Show podcast. My name is Chedo. I'm the host and founder of The Come Up Show. My guest today goes by the name of Khalid, a singer and songwriter responsible for that smash hit, Location. He was only writing music for a little bit over a year. He released Location. A few months later, starts picking up on social media, gets a record deal at the age of 18, and now is on a world tour. So he told me a little bit about him growing up in a military family, living in Germany, moving to New York, and then El Paso, Texas. And now that he moved from El Paso and lives in L.A., how he makes sure that he doesn't get lost in the sauce. Khalid on the Come Up Show podcast. Let's go. Please introduce yourself. What's up, guys? This is Khalid. Send me your location. Let's focus on communicating because I just need the time and place to come through. Location that the vibrations. I don't need nothing else but you. I don't want to fall in love off a subtweet. So let's keep personal. I got a lot of cool spots that we can go. Tell me what's the move, and I got you. I'm only um, how are you? Welcome to Canada. Thank you so much. I love it here. It's just such a cool vibe, cool place. All of that's. It's my first time here, so it's very special to me. Yeah, man. Uh, 2016 has been an amazing year for you, eh? Oh, uh, um, um, unbelievable. Before you graduated high school, you released Location. You got a couple of million, million listens. You got signed to a major label. Now you're on your first North American tour. How did that all happen? It was just super interesting for me because I first started creating music my senior year in high school. And... I was out and I was uploading all these voice memos and all this stuff on the SoundCloud. And the traction was just so genuine, so authentic to see all those songs do so well, leading up to the tipping point of when I wrote Location about a relationship that I was going through in the mid midterm of my um, high school year. The release of Location to now, it's just insane how much growth has been made just how i've grown as an individual how i've grown as an artist all of that to now it's just crazy dope and it really set up the course of everything from that point of when i created location to now now i'm going on my first american tour after my american tour i go on a european tour and after the european tour i dropped my first album 
So I'm super excited for everything. It's just who would have known that who I wouldn't have known that last year, two years ago that I would be at the position I am now. Yeah. So it's really exciting. I was actually having I've interviewed like 500 artists, right? Mm. From J. Cole to Kendrick when they were coming up to whoever up and coming artists. And artists always ask me, yo, Chetto, how do I I've been working for five years going in and like there isn't any momentum and you've been doing it for like a year. And then like, yeah. what do you think that is? Is there like any advice that you could give to people who have been grinding and then like they've been going in or? Mm-hmm. Um, for me, it's all about vulnerability. It's kind of about tapping into that other part of yourself. And you're like, you know what? I have to put everything out there. I have to put everything that I was feeling. I have to be super genuine about my own personal feelings to myself that's kind of what I did when it was when it was writing when I was writing um, voice notes and voice memos and putting them on SoundCloud. Everything was super personal. They were all about relationships that I had gone through. So I feel like what notched me over to the next step was accepting who I was as an individual and as an artist. You know, it's like to get everything, I have to give everything. Hold nothing back. Yeah, mo- most definitely nothing hold back. So let's take it back. You uh, you grew up in a military family from Germany to New York to El Paso, Texas, and even Germany's the Western world. Yeah. Was there anything different though when you first moved from Germany to America that you noticed like that? Oh, they do things differently. Here? It was a yeah. culture shock. Yeah. Um, what made you like? Yeah. What was the culture shock? Living in Germany for six years, I just became so accustomed to the German lifestyle or just the military child lifestyle living over in Germany. Coming back, everyone dressed differently. They listened to different music than I listened to. They spoke a lot differently than all of my friends. It was just a learning process. I had to readjust myself to the American lifestyle. Um, I was subjected to so many new artists. I listened to so many different genres that I couldn't listen to over in Germany. Um, I started dressing a lot different. I started kind of finding myself throughout the clothes that I wear, the music that I listen to, what I say to people. It's just meeting all these new friends who didn't live the same lifestyle that I lived over in Germany mm-hmm. really allowed me to grow as an individual. Mm-hmm. It allowed me to mature a lot faster than I did when I was in Germany. Mm-hmm. So what was it like, though, moving every time, having to start brand new? What was like? What kind of effect did that have on you? Um maturity just kind of accepting the fact that a lot of relationships that we surround ourselves with aren't aren't infinite that a lot of the relationships that we put ourselves through are very temporary so instead of kind of looking at that as a bad thing it really allowed me to accept that as a good thing because people come in your life for a reason those reasons are the stories that you tell to other people to mm-hmm. help other people out meeting all of these people in germany and then losing a lot of the friendships in Germany and coming to New York and moving from New York to El Paso and losing more friendships from Germany and New York, it really allowed me to think, you know what, those core friendships and those core relationships, they're going to stay as long as they want to stay. Mm-hmm. But you can't force anyone to stay in your life because yeah. it's impossible. Yeah. Every relationship has its end, but you're kind of the person who decides that end. Okay. Yeah, and it allows you to actually like live in the moment and like make the most out of that relationship because you you, saw, you you knew that hey I may move at any time. Yeah, most okay. definitely. So all those friendships that I put into, I made sure that I gave my all, my hundred percent, because the moment that I left or I moved, all of that would become a memory until we saw each other again. Mm-hmm. So 
I feel as if I didn't truly do my best job to impact others or to let other people impact me, mm-hmm. then I didn't do my job that I was there. Mm-hmm. All these places I lived, the, the longest place I ever lived was in Germany for six years. I lived in New York for four years. I lived in El Paso for one and a half. So I built a lot of friendships. I lost a lot of friendships, but I also learned a lot of stories, and I learned a lot about myself. Mm-hmm. So you've said that your mom's kind of getting to live her dreams through you because she was a singer. And sometimes, you know, our parents might not understand our occupation, but your mom gets it because she's mm-hmm. a singer. So when do you listen to your moms and when do you say to moms, ah, you know what, I'm, I'm going to make my own decision yeah. here, mom? Um, with the music that I write, yeah. Um, my mom did try to help me on my early course. I mean, early it was only like a year and a half ago, but she she did kind of want to be a part of it a lot more. But we kind of had a conversation, and I let her know that she had to trust me because every decision that I was gonna make was gonna be my decision. So if I messed up, it was gonna be my fault that I messed up. Mm-hmm. You don't really want other people to feel responsible for your mishaps and your mess ups because it's kind of it would would kind of be bad on my heart. Um, so she kind of took a step back and she's like, you know what, you're gonna do what you want to do as an individual. My job is to support you. I took all these trips to New York City. I took these trips to Atlanta. I took a recent trip to London, and she accepted it because. It's not just a hobby anymore. It became my job. But becoming a recording artist through the course of my senior year was kind of a hard transition. But she's super supportive. She's a musician as well. She sings in the Army. Mm -hmm. So she gets it, but she didn't get it completely. But now she gets it completely. Now we're really on the same page. Because you got some success. But our our moms love us, and they always want what's best for us. But they always want to say, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? So that's pretty cool. If you're like most people, the first thing you do when you wake up, you grab your cell phone, and you check your social media apps. Include the Come Up Show part of that routine by following us on Instagram. It's where you see original pictures of your favorite artists, inspirational wisdom from our interviews, commentary on what's happening in the culture, contest, and so much more. Follow us on Instagram right now at The Come Up Show. So uh, you, you, you said that day by day that you continue getting more comfortable with not only who you are as an individual, but as an artist. So tell me, how have you been growing personally and on professionally as well? Um, I've really been learning a lot about my emotions about conveying my emotions throughout music. I've learned a lot about my writing ability, about my singing ability. I've learned a lot about pushing myself. Uh, I've learned a lot about the people who I surround myself with, which is really kind of, I would say, the biggest thing, because if you want positivity, you have to surround yourself with positivity. Mm-hmm. If, you, if you're in a room with people that you feel a negative vibe from, you're, you're going to become that negative vibe. You're going to pa- pass out negative energy. So it's kind of me allowing myself to kind of cleanse myself through all the negativity that I went through, all the drama, and taking the next step and list, um, telling myself, you know what, like, listen, this is, where, this is where your life has to go now. You have to do what's necessary to live the best out of your life. Mm-hmm. So positivity was really the answer to all that. That's really dope. Because now you move, you're living in L.A. Mm-hmm. and you're, are you still 18? 
Yes. Okay. So you live in LA. You're 18 years old, and a lot of the artists I've talked to that've been to LA, they say LA. You got to be careful about LA. Mm -hmm. You know, and we see what's happening to our idols, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so how do you make sure you don't go off to the deep end? How do you make sure that because you're young, right? Yeah. So like, how do you make sure that you know that you don't you know get taken away from what it is in LA? Just to surround myself with people with the same mind frame that I have, especially in LA, because I mean. The music industry is really kind of filled with a lot of temptations, a lot of negative stuff. But to have people around me who get it, who understand the music, who understand the course of life, all of that to just really place myself around them and learn a lot from them, um, that's really helped me to stay grounded and level-headed. So you've also said 2016 has been a roller coaster. You've mm -hmm. been through ups and downs. You've been sad. You've been happy. You've also been growing. So when 2016 being amazing, what were the things that, because we talk about the downs. We talk about how mm -hmm. you get through the downs. What are the things that low moments for you and how you got through them, what they taught you? Um, a lot of the friendships that I lost after graduation. I guess I was really in the heat of the moment, just thinking that everything, like I said earlier, that I thought that everything was infinite. I thought that all of these relationships and all of these friendships that I had were going to stay after I graduated, and I was wrong, and I kind of really learned from that. I learned to really be careful about who I surround myself with because there's going to be a lot of people, especially me being 18, young, and in the music industry, that want to surround themselves with you because you're in the music industry not because I'm Khalid, not because I'm a person, but because I'm a musician. So just accepting all of those low points of losing all of these relationships and all these friendships kind of helped me find the high points. Mm -hmm. But there were a lot of lost and broken friendships that I had to go through mm -hmm. that was kind of hard on my soul. But, I mean, to get to the brighter side, you have to kind of like go through the dark. So, so we're living in Toronto. We're very proud of our artists and uh, Daniel Caesar and River Tiber oh, yeah. are some artists who are really excited about. Yeah. Uh, so, what was that like? What did you get from that experience? Was there a memory you could take me to that will always stay with you? And like how you met up with them? Oh, they're just super yeah. cool. They're really about their stuff too. So, I just kind of learned from being around them just about the acceptance of music. And Daniel is, and River, they're both just, they're genuine people. They're, they're real. They're authentic. I took a lot of appreciation from being around them. I really appreciate them as artists. I used to, I grew up listening to Daniel throughout high school. So it was kind of cool to meet some of the people who influenced me mm. as an artist. The hard part always seems to last forever. Sometimes I forget that we are together Deep down in my heart, I hope you're doing alright But from time to time, I often think of why you aren't mine But I'll keep your number safe, cause I hope one day you'll get the sense to call me I'm hoping that you'll say you're missing me the way I'm missing you so I keep your number safe Cause I hope one day I'll get the pride to call you To tell you that no one else is gonna hold you down the way that I do so uh, the Spank Team Vogue said when they were writing about your music, like one would expect that a mature, soulful sound would have few fans among 
millennials. Mm-hmm. Uh, but your Khalid is here to shatter expectations. So I feel like the media it really banishes us as millennials. They say we're we have we don't we like microwave music. Mm-hmm. We have short intention spans. And let's be honest, some of the music out there is not the best music. Yeah. Uh, how would you describe like our current generation of music fans and the people that you see uh, at your shows? It's all about expansion. I feel like throughout music, it's so easy to listen to so many different genres because of all the playlists that we have. You have uh, pages like Apple Music, you have Spotify and all of that. So as teenagers, as young people, we kind of have the decision to pick and choose what we listen to. I feel like that's kind of what my music is. I kind of picked and choose a lot of my influences and put them all into one and kind of expressed that. So I feel like a lot of the listeners relate because they're like, you know what, like this sounds exactly like what I grew up off of. But who knows what they grew up off of? They know, and I know what I grew up off of. So there's this, there's a sense of relation when it comes to all of the fans that I see. And, and it's very, it's all about um, being personal, just being upfront. At every show that I've ever performed, I've always been super honest with my performance. Mm-hmm. Nothing was ever fake for me. So that really helped as well. So what has been inspiring you lately? Um, I would say I've been super inspired by artists such as SZA. I think what she has going on is super dope. Um, my friend Kehlani is a really big inspiration for me. Just seeing how strong she is as an individual and how well she's doing for herself makes me want to do well for myself. A lot of my friends that I meet throughout music are inspirations to me mm-hmm. because I listen to them. You have to, you kind of have to support your friends. <laughs> so I listen to all of my friends and I learn a lot from everything that they produce. Mm-hmm. Why is El Paso, Texas special to you? Why do, why do you love to play, call that place home? Because I don't really feel as if I had a home until I moved to El Paso, Texas. Mm-hmm. I feel like every other place that I was living in, I was just there. I wasn't really doing anything for myself. I was probably doing a lot of negative things that didn't really bring me any positive energy. But the first time that I actually truly felt like I had a best friend was when I moved to El Paso. Because... Down there, they're very welcoming. Um, They kind of allow you to express yourself a lot more. All those friends that I had kind of hyped me up to even become an artist. So if I didn't move to El Paso, I wouldn't be a musician. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't be in the position that I am right now. So that is really, really home for me. And last question, wrapping it up. Uh, Why is Raising Cane's Chicken Fingers the best place on earth? It's just good, yo. (laughs) It's just so good. The sauce. Probably the sauce is the best place about Cane's. I could eat it every day, honestly. Probably wouldn't be good for me, but I could probably eat it every day. It's just so dope. Have you had it? No, I haven't. Okay, you have to have it. <laughs> you have to have it, and then you'll answer the own <laughs> question because it's it's just good. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time. I appreciate Thank it, man. You, bro. Yo, what did you guys think of my interview with Khalid on the Come Up Show podcast? Yo, I love, man, like he's only 18 years old. And you can hear in our conversation, he's humble, he's smart, and he's got a bright future ahead of him. And he has an amazing voice. If you haven't already checked out the music, make sure you please you do so because this guy is going to become a bigger star. He's going to be a superstar. And... 
please, if you haven't already, please leave us a five-star rating and review. The link is in the podcast description. My name is Chet Oyo. I want to thank you for listening to the Come Up Show podcast. Peace, love, respect. Respect.